Hello and welcome to Pause Pop, positively pop culture, where we talk about things we love enthusiastically and without guilt. I'm Kate Bay Taylor. And I'm Carrie Gessner. And today we're discussing two different limited series, um, the Apple Plus series Suspicion and the FX Hulu limited series The Patient. Yes, I think we were both, I don't know, feeling like we wanted some thriller, some mystery in our lives, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So tell me about Suspicion. That's actually been on my list for a while. So why should I start it? Sure. So Suspicion is a British thriller. It's eight episodes. And yeah, I kind of, I had heard about this before, but it kind of fell off my radar. And then I was like, I want something short that'll grab me right away. And this does that because it, it's very twisty and uh, mysterious. And you're just like, what's going on? So it is about Uma Thurman plays a media mogul named Catherine Newman. She's American and her son, Leo, gets kidnapped. So there is a British detective Vanessa Okoya, played by Angel Colby from Merlin. So I was, it was really nice to see her back again. Mm -hmm. And then there is an American FBI agent, Scott Anderson, played by Noah Emmerich. And they come together to try to solve this case because, you know, the first 48 hours are most important. Oh, sorry. The reason that the British get involved is there is hotel footage cctv footage of him of leo being kidnapped and everyone is wearing british monarchy masks like <laughs> like one has a king charles mask well prince charles one has a queen elizabeth mask one has a like a prince william and kate masks and <laughs> it's just like really creepy <laughs> That sounds gross. Ew. I know. It was really kind of weird. I was like, uh-oh, uh, this, is, this is strange. But uh, we'll see where it goes. And it turns out that there are there were um, four or five different British citizens in this New York hotel for that one specific night. Oh. Yeah. So that's why the British detectives are getting involved. And... Okay, so those people are Natalie Thompson, played by Georgina Campbell, who you just saw in Barbarian. Oh, yeah. And Tara McAllister, played by Elizabeth Henstridge, who was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm -hmm. Adesh Chopra, played by Kunal Nayar, who I didn't recognize for a long time. He's from The Big Bang Theory. Oh, oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like he has a beard and he speaks in I assume his normal accent, which is British. Uh -huh. And I like it took me a whole episode to realize that that was him because like when I went to episode 2, they have the cast pictures down below and I was like, "Wait, that's the <laughs> that's the dude from <laughs> Big Bang Theory." <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was it was just like, what? Oh, okay. But he has range, so we'll give That's him that. That's good. Cool. So Natalie is getting married, and she was there to pick up her little sister, Monique, who's played by Lydia West. And funnily enough, I just saw her in the, they just released the 
holiday Great British baking shows for this year. Mm-hmm. And she was in the Christmas one. Oh, cute. <laughs> so it was cute, yeah. She was not a great baker, but it was cute. Oh. <laughs> so she, Monique is studying in America. So Natalie goes to New York for that one night to pick her up and bring her back for her wedding. Mm-hmm. And Tara is there because she is like a sociology professor or something at Cambridge or Oxford. One of those. I'm sorry to the British people. <laughs> I watched this like a couple weeks ago, so I don't remember the details so well. But I did think it was kind of funny because everyone is like calling her a professor and stuff. And she's just like, no, I'm just a lecturer. Like she's like an adjunct basically. Yeah. But she was there because she was giving a speech at this dinner or something and it was for the newman group or something i don't know exactly what they're called but they like run a media business Mm -hmm. so she was asked to do this speech so that's why she was there and then adesh is he's a computer guy but he works for his wife's family's carpet business and his wife is played by mandip gill who is from Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. And he like does the computers for them, but you know, it's just kind of a small time business and he wants more, so he wants to start his own computer security firm. And he goes to New York and he like kind of wipes out their savings to do it to meet up with a prospective business partner. Um, who might invest in starting his new company. Mm-hmm. So those are the initial three suspects. Mm-hmm. And they all... It's <laughs> I don't want to give away too much, but I also want to give you some different points. But they all get arrested, basically, at the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. And Vanessa and Scott are like... they. Well, Scott's like... they could be working together even if they don't know each other because you know they could have like a head boss and he could just give them each a task and they don't know who the other people are especially because they were wearing masks Mm -hmm. and vanessa is like oh that seems a little far-fetched like they aren't interacting at all they don't really know each other but what happens is they let them go in the morning and they track each of them and they want to see if they're like meeting up and stuff like that Mm mm-hmm And then there is another sort of storyline where Sean Tilson, who's played by Elias Gable, I believe. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry if I didn't get that totally correct. But I saw him in, he was in Scorpion. I don't know if you watched that show. It was like Mm -hmm. a procedural show on CBS a couple Mm -hmm. years ago. (laughs) And he is, he plays this really shady character. And you're like, what is going on? Um, so he, the, you first see him on a plane and at the end of the plane ride, he's like, oh, I have to go, I have to use the restroom. Mm -hmm. And he like charms the flight attendant into letting him use the restroom, even though everyone's supposed to have their seatbelts on and everything. And he, you see him in the bathroom and he's like putting on a wig and covering a, a scar with makeup And, like, putting glasses on and stuff and putting a hat on, like, and switching out passports. So he's, like, completely changing his identity. Mm -hmm. And 
you find out that he is a known criminal mm-hmm. and they're looking for him in connection with this kidnapping. Mm-hmm. But you kind of don't really know all of what's going on yet because you're like, wait, how are these other three people involved? You know, are they involved at all? Mm-hmm. So let's see. I don't, like I said, I don't want to tell you a super lot because I feel like this was paced pretty well. Like there was pretty much at the end of every episode, there was a twist and I was like, Oh, let's, let's keep going. (laughs) And I ended up watching this pretty fast. Yeah. A couple episodes in, I think episode three, Vanessa and Scott actually bring in a fifth suspect named Eddie Walker played by Tom Reese Harries. And he is a college student. He goes to the college that Tara teaches at. Mm. And he was, he had not, booked a room that night at the hotel but he was in and around the hotel mm-hmm. because he's a british citizen mm-hmm. they they think that he might be involved and there are lots of questions with that which turns out to be very very interesting but eventually what happens is all these people like understand that they are under suspicion for this and they present as very innocent in that regard but they might have uh, some other things going on you know uh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> like mm, you have some secrets <laughs> even if it's not <laughs> this secret yeah and eventually after a couple episodes they sort of figure out that they're all suspects and what happens is they start to come together and they're like okay either like we figure this out and we prove that we didn't do it mm-hmm. or like one of us did it and we have to figure that out mm. so it's kind of interesting in that respect there's an uh, one particular episode where they like spend the whole night together and it's basically them in a cabin and i thought that was really interesting and mm. a neat way to do it but it's really slick <laughs> <laughs> um that is the adjective that came to mind when i was watching this it's kind of like it was just released at the beginning of the year, but it feels sort of like a 2010s high-tech thriller, if that makes sense. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> There's sort of like this electronic music and I don't know, everything, like you get these sweeping shots of London and I don't know, it just was like, oh, this takes me back a little bit. <laughs> it sounds like Alias, is it? Does mm. it have an alias? Yeah. Feel? A little bit, yeah. Nice, nice. And some of it's like a little bit, um, it's hard to suspend your disbelief at times, but Mm. I honestly, I was just there for the ride. I was like, ooh, another twist, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, you know, the main three characters are really interesting, and I sort of not identified with them. I sympathize with them, and then even Sean, the criminal, I'm like, you are interesting. I don't like you, but there's something else going on here. And then mm-hmm. Eddie comes in and you're like, oh, you're kind of charming. So it's, I think it definitely puts you on their side and you're mm-hmm. trying to, you like, you want them to prove their innocence. And then they do some interesting things with Scott, the FBI agent, and Vanessa, the British detective, because Scott's very, like, hard-nosed. And you find out that he's in contact with Catherine like personally because she's so like powerful and rich and stuff and Vanessa is really a really good character because she 
is I think she wants to find out more about the suspects and she's like I think there's more going on than we think there is and she like sticks to her guns and she stands up for herself against Scott when he wants to sort of railroad things Mm -hmm. so I thought that relationship was really neat and yeah I just I don't know I had a lot of fun there are some sad moments there are some there are some actiony thriller moments there is one gross scene Mm. but you kind of see it coming okay uh where someone gets killed okay but yeah i just i i had some fun i would like it if there is a second season because i think there are some answers left unresolved okay and i'm not sure if it will get a second season though so okay yeah that sounds really interesting I think you would like it, but I don't yeah. know if I convinced you. <laughs> no, I, I think it sounds pretty fun and interesting, and I'll definitely try out at least one episode and see what I think. But yeah, All that right. sounds fun. Cool. Cool. So tell me about your thriller. Yeah. Convince me to watch it. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you one weird thing about it that might right off the bat convince you. Okay. No episode is longer than 46 minutes, and there are some episodes as short as 21. The average episode oh. length is 30 minutes, even though this is a psychological thriller drama. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So if you're like, I want something short, but you don't want to watch a comedy, this is weirdly perfect for that. So okay. yeah, this is called The Patient, and it was originally on... It's in like a collaboration between FX and Hulu. So you can watch it on Hulu and it stars Steve Carell in a dramatic role. Steve Carell from The Office and The Daily Show and all of that. And he plays a therapist named Alan and his wife has just died. She apparently had um, an illness. It's not, I don't know if it's super clear. It seems like she had cancer. Mm. And so he's a therapist. He he has an office that's in his home. And you see in the beginning, like him meeting with a couple of different patients. And then he meets with this one patient played by Donald Gleason, who starts coming to see him. And he's very like not receptive to therapy. He wears sunglasses inside and doesn't really uh, share very much. He kind of starts off with just saying, my dad was very abusive, but he, Alan is kind of like prodding him that, you know, you're not really opening up, you're hiding a lot, and we need to get more at the bottom of this. Mm-hmm. And and then one night, Alan gets kidnapped. Oh. And he wakes up in this basement and i gotta say this basement is really nice like if (laughs) if i'm gonna get kidnapped and put in a basement you know there's definitely worse places and i would be like (laughs) well at least because it's like this mid-century modern home and it seems like very suburban and like the basement is all finished and not very small and he's like shackled to the floor by one of his ankles but there's like a pull out bed and like you know it's like fully like there's a lamp and he's been given books and he's also been given his medication like stuff that he's taking for like heart problems and like he's got this weird thing of foot cream because he has some fungus that person brought that for him too and there's like you know water and food and all this so he's been set up like you're not 
brought here just for something violent. You're brought here to keep you alive. So he's kind of upset, but it turns out it's his patient that was being kind of evasive, has kidnapped him and is like, well, okay, I wasn't super honest with you in session. The reason I wanted to be in therapy is I have a compulsion to hurt and kill people. Oh. And I can't manage to make therapy work in the casual way we were doing it. So I thought maybe if you could just counsel me full time and I kept you here, that that might work better. And oh, wow. Alan is like, oh, this is not the way to do it. <laughs> Let me go. And everything we say is doctor patient confidentiality. I can't turn you in. It's going to let's just keep with our normal, you know, regular thing and let me go. <laughs> and Sam is the is the patient and uh he's like, well, isn't there like a caveat of like if I tell you I'm going to hurt somebody or do something that you do have to report it to the police. He's like, "But don't tell me that and it'll be fine." And then Sam is immediately like, "Well, I'm gonna." So <laughs> <laughs> So there we go. And this is 10 episodes long. It goes from there. There's a lot of twists and turns and it is very dark and sad, I will say that. Okay. Which may be why they kept a lot of the episodes short, because it is such a dark show that it might be like, we can't, we can't put people through an hour of this at a time. There's, there's a lot, too, about Alan's life. Alan, because he's just lost his wife, there's a lot of flashbacks to prior to his kidnapping. Uh, he was having a very contentious relationship with his son, Ezra. And he was having a lot of sort of internal feelings about his religion. Um, Alan is Jewish, but his son converted to Orthodox Judaism. But his late wife, Ezra's mother, had been a cantor in the more liberal temple. So it was a lot of conflict in the family because Alan and his wife and their daughter felt like Ezra was basically joining a cult by becoming an Orthodox Jew. And it was just like a lot of family tension based on religion. So yeah. that bit is really, really interesting. Alan does start to have some kind of inner mental life in order to cope with his situation, which is played out in really interesting ways. And we see a lot of Sam's struggle because, you know, his motivation for wanting to hurt and kill people is very specific and based on his own abuse as a child. And it's just... It's very, very well acted. Steve Carell mm -hmm. and Donald Gleason do a great job playing off each other. A lot of scenes are just long, you know, sections of them talking to each other uh, in this basement. I feel like it. there's moments that feel like a play because of that. Like this could have been condensed and made into like a two-man show. And I think that would have actually been really interesting. But if that kind of intrigues you, they do expand it enough that it gives you a little bit more. But yeah, I feel like it just has a lot to say about um, like childhood trauma, family conflict, forgiveness, psychology, you know, grief, faith. It's, it's really interesting. And it's, mm -hmm. I, I feel like, I don't know if this has been eligible for Emmys yet or came out in probably so it's probably up next year it came out originally late august of this year okay 
So it's probably going to go up in 2023. But this does feel definitely like Steve Carell's Emmy Reel. He is totally different than in any role I've ever seen him in before. And it's it was very effective and very moving. But, you know, go in knowing it's going to be really, really sad. Okay. But, it, you know, it is still technically a thriller. There are some, you know, moments of suspense and twists in the plot and stuff. Um, several several episodes end on like a, oh, no, my gosh, that's crazy kind of feeling with with some twist in the plot. So, but all the main actors are fantastic. And it's just, it's really well done. This was, let's see, created by Joel Fields and Joe Weisberg. They wrote most of the episodes. And I think most most or all of the episodes were directed by Chris Long. Not all. Gwyneth Horder Payton directed a couple, and Kevin Bray directed a couple. But all of the directors like keep this very tense, tight scene going, and you know, and it's, I don't know, as as much as it's a creepy place to be, the house is really nice. So <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I don't know if this is for you. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe not during the holidays. <laughs> probably not a good holiday watch but you know i think if you want i mean the the short runtime of most of the episodes is pretty nice it's a compact you know they really don't have any filler episodes every single episode advances the plot and i don't think this would warrant a season two okay and i think that's okay but yeah, it kind of also leaves you with the question of what the title refers to, who is the patient mm-hmm. is kind of this recurring thing. And I think that the answer to that question changes as the series goes on. So right. yeah, it was really, really well done. Great. I'm glad that you liked it. <laughs> I will put a, I'm putting it on like my mid list. Okay. Like not, I won't watch it right away, but maybe in yeah. the future. Maybe in the future. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> Well, as a reminder of where you can see the things that we talked about today, Suspicion is on Apple Plus and Patient is on Hulu. And next week, we are taking a little bit of a break. We're going to be releasing episodes intermittently through um, December of 2022 for holiday breaks and stuff. But we will be back on a regular release schedule early 2023 and moving then to a bi-weekly format. So we're hoping to give you bigger episodes, but every other week. Um, So be sure to just kind of watch your feed and join us for more great pop culture stuff. Our theme music is by Joseph McDade. You can find me on Twitter at KWTaylorWriter, but you can also now find me on Hive Social at KWTaylor. I'm on Twitter and Hive Social, both as Carrie Gessner. And you can find the show on Twitter at Podcast. You can find the website at positivelypopculture.com, where you can find the link to the merch store. And you can also email us at positivelypopculture at gmail.com. And please rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy and safe. And join us next time for another episode of Pause Pop. Pause Pop.